The following podcast is set in a time long ago and a galaxy far away, but none of us still want to cause you any harm mentally, physically, or emotionally. We are a group of people playing a Star Wars 5e campaign and there is a chance that we may offend you unintentionally. There may be scenes of violence, sexual nature, or comedy that could offend. Just know that you have been warned, you are listening to this podcast at your own risk. We are just a group of blind or visually impaired tabletop role-playing gamers that enjoy Star Wars. In a time longer ago than what we can remember. In a galaxy that we have never heard of. It is a time, it is a galaxy, it is a place that we find these adventurers in. A Jedi that is not fully sold on the teachings of the Order and one Jedi that is fully committed. A travel-weary Ewok bounty hunter that has a love for some drink. A drunk droid known as Johnny Six and a Wookiee who is more than just addicted to spice join together in an adventure that will tell tales, land them in peril, and allow them to find out who they truly are in the end. Join us each week as we follow this motley crew in the adventure of their lifetime. Music provided by www.tabletopaudio.com A Star Wars 5e podcast brought to you by www.knightsofthebraille.com For more information, be sure to check us out. Um, I'm Richard, and this is uh, the Star Wars 5e group. Um, still not sure if y'all come up with a name or if we have not I've forgotten. Oh, it, but... I, I have a suggestion. Star Wars. Uh, unique. Unique. <laughs> um, <Okay>. I like <laughs> it. Um... But uh, I'm your uh, Jedi Master for this, uh, this session and for this group, and we will uh, go around and introduce ourselves, and if you want to give a fun fact, you can. If you don't, that's fine, too. Uh, let's go, I think, usually the order that we go in, with um, Kane. Hello, everyone. I play Kane Highwind, an Achani Sentinel, and, you know... Long white hair, silver eyes, trying to do the right thing in a dark place. In a dark, dark place in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go with uh, Moodoo. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm playing uh, Moodoo, an Ewok bounty hunter. Uh, furry, fuzzy little guy. Uh, carrying around a gigantic, for his size, uh, laser rifle. Uh, and, uh... Right now, he's very stinky, <laughs> and very uncomfortable, and very mad, um, and oh, also, I didn't mention this last time, and I guess anybody who dropped into this on, uh, on our last session might have been incredibly confused, but it just so happens that uh, Mudu also has this, uh, this voice box thing, because he can't, his vocal cords don't do the whole galactic basic thing, so he has this uh, automatic translating voice box. Um, that slightly malfunctions so that uh, anytime it gets hit by something, it switches to a new, slightly offensive accent. So um, that explains Which that. Which was the whole purpose that I give that to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm very happy that it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'll yeah, as, as we yeah. left him off, Buddha uh, uh, was uh, very, very upset at, uh, at Klee and was acting very impulsively. So. Yeah, uh, let's see how uh, things turn out for this session around that. Zane! Hi everybody, Zane Boulder, your green-skinned, purple-eyed human, walking the true balance line. 
Uh, feeling really bad now about his suggested name <laughs> for the group. I like it. Worked for me. No, it's Works not original, but uh, you know, I mean, it fits. <laughs> it does. It does. And as y'all have come to know, I'm quite the sarcastic person. So, <laughs> um, no offense meant to y'all because y'all have to deal with me every week. I try to offend everybody else. You know. Well, I mean, I was looking at the the rhymers, you know, on the podcast, and I was like, huh. You know, I mean, we're the we're the Star Warriors, so we could have fit. Yep, there's stars, there's wars. Uh, you could do the Star Casters. Oh, because I think you can cast. Oh, well, Gurker yeah. can't cast anything uh, but bodies. Ooh, star Casters. Uh, that, that's actually but better. Depending on that. how much spice he's on, he might think he can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, as uh, as always, y'all. Um, I am Richard. That y'all do allow me to play Gurker and if we can keep Ken in control so he doesn't like pull the whole entire galaxy into this group so <laughs> you know I can continue to play Gurker otherwise Gurker may uh may be pawned off onto someone else um otherwise I'll make Ken start playing all of these NPCs that he wants to recruit uh, well, see that's the thing about the station though <laughs> This is true. Well, we we shall see if y'all get to get to do that. Um, but Ken, give us a recap, and then we will. I will set the scene for y'all. All right, all right. So last time the party was still speaking with Sildar. Sildar said he wanted to go after Clee because he lost a lot of friends to him. Baby Shark, aka Vexa, woke up. Uh, Mudu and Zane tried to question Vexa. Vexa, being very cocky, told us how she was taken in by Klee, raised, and that's why she's working for him, but she is not beneath him. Uh, Zane and Kane started bickering about Vexa, uh, to the point that Gurker was mocking them. Mudu got frustrated, took a drink that Gurker offered, got an idea, told Vexa, you, you tell us how to get to Klee, we'll set you free afterwards. Then Klee came on the intercom, started doing the bad guy monologue, released poison into the room, poisonous gas. Uh, the Jedi, highly perceptive, jumped into action. Kane went to the controls to unlock the door. Zane started pushing people towards the door. Mudu released Vexa because we didn't want to leave her behind to die. Uh, we ran out the door with our hands in the air. Uh, Vexa pointed to the maintenance chute that leads all the way up to Klee's top floor, but warned us that Klee uses that maintenance chute as his personal toilet. So once again, the party went through literal crap, going up the ladder with Kane in the lead, uh, bypassing the third and fourth floor. Uh, when Kane reached the top of the hatch, uh, as he pushed it open, it was being lifted up, and Kane came eye to brown eye with Klee's bottom, and decided <laughs> to. <laughs> and Kane decided to give it a good old poke with his lightsaber, which sent Klee running out. The party climbed out of the makeshift toilet into the very cramped bathroom. Uh, the party could hear voices, Klee and an unknown female, and Mudu made his way to the door, peeked out, and stealthily led the group out. Uh, 
they saw Klee speaking to a hooded figure and heard him say, Sir, Black Rancor. Uh, before he vanished, it was just a quick glimpse on the hollow screen. Uh, there was Klee's private suite where there were Wookiee and Ewok furs that sent Mudu in a rage. So Mudu took a shot at Klee. Miss Z then used a force power to incapacitate Klee. Kane subdued him, tied him down. That's where we left off. Excellent, Excellent recap. Thank you again for doing that to um to set the scene for everyone. It is a very plush considering the rest of the space station that you have seen. A very plush type penthouse with both Wookiee and Ewok or the Ewokian. I don't know. The furs of many, many Ewoks, since they're so tiny. Um, it's laid out in kind of like a leopard-style print. They cover the entirety of the floor to both warm uh, and to make it feel plush to anyone's feet who walks on that barefooted. Um, the uh, the furs are like really all different colors, but you can see that the you notice that the Ewok fur is placed in certain areas to make it, like I said, resemble the leopard print. Uh, the walls are actually fairly nice considering the rest of the space station that you have seen. Uh, there is a large four-poster bed with a female that is, for lack of a better term, chained and collared to the bed. Um, she can get up and move around. Um, her collar is attached by a chain to the bed. There is a droid that resembles Johnny Six in appearance, although uh, the... Uh, difference is, um, it's the same make and model of the droid, but this one is like all of one color, color whereas Johnny Six is, as you know, many different pieces um, put together. There is the hollow screen that Clee um, was talking on as he sat in his throne-like chair, which is a captain seat of a Star Destroyer. Um, Something else that you would have noticed as he was talking in the little glimpse that you had was that he was gingerly sitting on one cheek rather than the other cheek. Um, <laughs> there, uh, there is other stuff in this room, um, but seeing as y'all have not done a perception check, I will not release that information to you all. Um, and that is where we uh, come to, where um, Lee is tied down and uh is on the wounded cheek um so, uh, he's probably not in the best of comfortable positions considering that the uh burrito that he ate bit back this time so i turn it over to you all and what would y'all like to do uh, i think first off uh perception check all around <laughs> <laughs> I, um, does everybody wish to do one, or just Zane? Uh, I kind of want to go help the young lady over there, awkwardly. Okay, um, okay. I'd, I'd uh, like that she... anti-perception check. I don't really want to look. Uh, so you, okay, right. Um, she is, uh, covered. Um, if you've ever heard the description of the dancers in Dobble the Hutts, um... Can't think of the word like his palace. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very scantily covered, but she is covered. Oh, uh, she is quite <laughs> fearful as you um, come over to her. 
Okay. Uh, so what did you get on your perception, Zane? Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you do see some like crates and bags uh in one corner of the room. Um, without actually investigating them from this vantage point, all you do see is that they are several crates and uh like bags over in the corner. You did not notice them when you first entered into the room. Um, but you, uh, notice them now from the corner of your eye as you turn to look and see, uh, the, the rest of the room. Um, and Kane, so you make your way over to the woman without yeah. looking at everything, like you're walking <laughs> over there looking through your, um, peripheral <laughs> vision. Yeah, I kind of sideways waddle over to her and then I, um... I like to look at her through the corner of my eye and make sure she's dressed at least. And then I look at her in the eyes and I say, Mama, are you all right? Do you need help? Do you need uh, to be more comfortable before we get you out of here? I, I just want to leave. He, he kidnapped me from my family and okay. I, I just want to get back. Okay, listen, we got to talk to him, but um, we will get you out of here safely and as soon as we can, okay? And I I, uh, I cut off the restraints on on her, um, that are tied to her the bed. Okay, um, so now she is free, and she's, like, basically holding her face in her hands and is weeping, not, not from sadness, um, any of you would, would perceive that she's weeping from complete joy and happiness, that, that somebody is saving her, even though y'all did not particularly come here to save her. Right. You know, basically, basically the feeling that you get whenever somebody does something nice and you weren't expecting it, and you thought all hope was lost. Yeah. I, and then I, look, I, I was just going to nod to you guys, like, continue, like, go ahead. Uh, um, okay. I would like to, if I could, I'd like to go over to Beck's point, point at the, the woman. Could you, uh, I know things are messed up, everything's confused, but if you don't mind, could you, uh, take her, like, to the bathroom, get her kind of cleaned up? Beck's nods and, um, escorts the young female to the bathroom. Um, she's holding on to her elbow and leading her and telling her that everything's going to be okay, that these people are actually caring and nice, you know, not like Clee and, you know, had, had, had been treating them, if I can talk to that. Uh, Moodoo, what are you, what are you doing as Vexa leads this woman into the bathroom to clean her up and take care of her? Uh, walking around, pacing around, uh, very, uh... Very upset still, and uh, frustrated with missing that shot too. So, very mad, and not really, uh, not really knowing what to do next. Well, um, Gurker climbs up onto the bed and, and stretches out with his hands behind his uh, head, like in a very relaxed position, and crosses his feet at the ankles as he watches to see what the rest of you do. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, check those crates, uh, intentionally ignoring Clee for the time being, just gonna let him sit. I wanna check the, uh, crates and stuff in the room. I, um, as you walk up, no need to, to roll, um, as you walk over there, you notice that they belong to a company called Zant Incorporated. Um, <laughs> the crates have that burned into them, and the bags that you see have the corporation's logo um, 
stenciled or sewn into the bag. Let's see that Xant? How how are we spelling yes, that? Yes, X A N T H. Um, it's all it's it's a series. I can't remember who writes the books, but um, I laugh at it whenever I come across it in the campaign. Like, huh? I remember reading those books. Uh, but yes, that's what you notice on the crates and the bags. Um, you're welcome to look into the bags and the crates if you wish. For that, I will want an investigation check. We'll give you that. You said X A X A N T H. Yes. Investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he's rolling that, um, Kane, what are you doing? I'm just gonna stand over by Klee with my arms crossed, make sure that he's not doing anything sneaky. Um. He he's beginning to come to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, bleats his eyes and notices you standing there, and kind of snarls at you without saying anything. He just mm-hmm. snarls. That's fine. Okay. Um, Mudu, are you still uh, walking around, <laughs> getting up more and more upset? I, I picture like a little kid having like a temper tantrum, you know, except you have a. A blaster rifle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Really dangerous. I'm I'm pacing around. I'm looking at Klee. I'm looking at the guys. I'm looking at Klee. I'm uh I'm looking at Gurker. Uh, Let me go ahead and hit and slap the the voice box in frustration with that. Uh, Uh, and uh, I'll I'll let you pick the accent. Really? Okay. (laughs) Uh, No, not really. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Could be okay. Jamaican. 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 Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, then I'm... <laughs> oh, that's hilariously slightly offensive. Good. So uh, I'll turn to Gurker uh, and go like, uh, Hey, man! I don't understand how you're just sitting there, man! Aren't you looking around? Don't you just want to rip him apart, man? Gurker nods and... Gurker will nod and kind of flex his muscles and then like crack his knuckles and then basically say that he is he's waiting his turn. Um, but you do notice his eyebrow lift as you speak to him and he says, I didn't remember programming that language in there. <laughs> and he somewhat shrugs and yawns and lays his head back down. <laughs> I got okay, a 21 so, uh, on that investigate. 21. Um... You notice it's a lot of uh, food stuff. Um, I mean, I can list out different foods for you if you want me to, but it's mostly yeah. food stuff. There's some. Uh, there's a couple crates of medic packs. Uh, basically, um, like n- nutrition bars. Some there's some coffee in there. Some tea. Uh, and I'm doing like real world stuff here because I don't know all the different. I know calf. That's about it. Um, there's a little bit of alcohol. Uh, like I said, basically like food stuffs and drink and, um, a total of three pack or three crates of, uh, med packs. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if you want to really fill that out, just, um, you know, basically make up some stuff like there's a crate of battery packs. Um, there's no pistols in here, of course, but, uh, like food supplies and Necessities, in other words. Yeah, I got okay. Su- okay. food supplies, um, med- medical supplies, just basically stocked up, stocked for himself as his personal supplies. Um, yeah, that he has um, stolen from the Xanth Corporation. And uh, as you see this, Sildar uh, walks up and says that um, 
they were a group that was supposed to have helped them on foremost and that they had never got their shipment of goods and he looks over to um to clee and kind of mutters i guess we know why clee uh, clee has has come to enough that he is still snarling at Kane and says, What do you want, stupid Jedi? And you notice that he is sitting on one cheek above the other because it's not very comfortable. Hmm. Uh, Zane's gonna go, he's gonna stand up from looking in the crates, go over to Klee and press him down on the bad cheek. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, he uh, grunts out in pain, and you can see that his teeth are grit together. But he will not—he will not give you a scream. It's fine. He, he, he Zane can see the look, so he knows it's already—it's a it affected. Kane, what are you doing as as he says this to you? I uh, I will step back, seeing that Zane uh, step forward to uh make cause pain, I guess. So I'll step back. <sighs> I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna uh, turn around and walk away from uh, Clee, and gonna be like, I think we should. I think we all need to take take a moment to uh, get cleaned up after going through little literal filth after uh, the ladies come from the bathroom. That's exactly what you are, filth. Oh, Clee, Clee, I really don't think you want to start with any of us. <laughs> you don't think I'm scared of you? If you want to clean up, why don't you go to the other bathroom, filthy Jedi, messing up my nice, luscious carpet. And he looks down to Moodoo, or over to Moodoo. I plan to add you to the wall as well. I, I glare at him and put a hand back on my rifle. I, I, I grab Klee's face and turn him towards I really don't think you want to mess with this trigger-happy little one. He, he'd rather shoot you and just take your dead corpse and shoot you out the space but we need information this information is going to determine what happens if you walk out of here in one piece or well in boxes you can't scare me i am clee leg breaker skull crusher back cracker lung Mm. destroyer speaking of leg breaker and things gonna kick him in the leg Uh (laughs) um He, he just smiles at you. If I'd wanted a kiss, I would have called your mother. Oh, oh, you want to go there? I'm sorry, I had, to, I, had to use the, I had to use the Tommy Boy line there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to go there, huh? Clee, clee. I probably already have been there. Huh, I don't think so. I think my mother would have destroyed you. Hell, my father couldn't even handle her just too much. He, but another, he spits over George Kane. This one, pathetic. Oh, this one can get pretty feisty when he wants. Clee, why don't you tell us about who you were just talking on your hollow screen? Your mother. She was wanting child support. Child oh, With all this stuff you've commandeered, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't have a problem with paying up then, huh? I'm not gonna. Of course, of course. Clee, we know you're working with... Old Rancor. The question is, why? Because I want to. If I do. If you do. So, what is he promising you to, for you, to go out and do his dirty work? Well, if I was working for him, I'm not doing it for free, am I? Huh. Seems like it. Seems like I heard you calling him sir, like a good little dog. (laughs) 
even good little dogs get fed. Hmm. Is that how you uh, treat all your other soldiers below you? Hmm. Soldiers? What soldiers? They're nothing but idiot peons. They're servants. <coughs> Just like you're a servant to the force. Oh, but you think you're not a servant. You're Never serving. You serve the Rancor. You do his dirty work while he sits there and gives you orders. Hmm. Tell me, when did the... If I do... Did, oh, if you do ahead. what? <laughs> uh, if I do, when, then I get paid. Yeah, tell me, Clee. When did Rancor first reach out to you? Why you of all people? I mean, with someone like that who has their tentacles hooked in everything, why would he come to someone like you? You hear him clearing his throat as though he's going to say something, and he spits a loogie right into your face. <laughs> you see him, that, like, hand goes under his robe, about to gl- grip his saber. <laughs> He step. He steps back. He's like, tag out. Go ahead, King. Okay. <laughs> All right, Clee. Why not display your showing? So, is it uh, true that you're ready to come in with us? We can take you in if you're not ready to give us any information and maybe help your stay in prison or even get the death sentence. He laughs from deep within his belly. Do you not think that? He has his tentacles in prisons as well. If I give you anything, I'm as good as dead. Oh, we if don't I have don't to give you anything. I'm good as dead. Indeed, you're in quite the predicament. But mm. we don't have to take you to prison to give you the death sentence. Really? Do tell, little Jedi. Well, we might be authorized to do, take care of it ourselves to get someone such as you out of uh, the galaxy doing hurt and damage to others. So it's up to you. Do you want to remain alive? Give us some information. Maybe get your little friend to get break you out of prison. Just so he can kill me? Do I look as stupid as that one? And you can tell that he's indicating Moodoo. <laughs> I mean, this guy is being... A, he has no <laughs> no advantage point, but he... This yep. is a very unpleasant it, individual. <laughs> yep. Yes, I, yes. Okay. <laughs> What a terrible person. I look uh, towards our, the party. I'm like, guys, I don't think he's in a position to get any information if we want to just take him with oh, him. I, I have here. information. Yeah. Zane's going to walk back over. Listen here, Klee. I understand that you're, you're a hard ass. And uh, you think you're screwed I'm either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you should be careful where you sit. <laughs> but uh, you know, you think you're gonna be dead one way or another. But you play ball. Give us what we want, and we could offer you protection or an from escape the, from the council themselves. Now, old Rancard may have his tentacles in the prisons and everything, but we know that he has not yet tried to touch the council. Ah. <laughs> uh. If you say so. Oh, your verbato is so endearing. But I mean, you know it. Either way, you're screwed. So help yourself. Give us something. He he will look to to Kane. I don't like this one. Something about him is I don't know. I mean, he's weird looking. You just glare at him. I'm gonna walk right. up to him. Now we're done. And I'm gonna say, Oh man, you keep talking about tentacles. 
keep talking about tentacles, you're scared of tentacles. You tell us how to cut off the tentacles. No more tentacles, man. Yeah? Asking you alive. If you want to, what do you want to know exactly? And I will see if it's worth telling. And he's struggling against his uh, binding. Klee, Klee, relax. Don't, don't struggle. I mean, right there, you, 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 you look a little nauseated and stuff. You know, that happens. You know, when you, you piss certain people. Just bad things can start happening. Listen, Klee, we're interested. And the bigger fish. You're nothing to us right now, except for a source of We're going for bigger and better. We want the info oh. on the black rancor. We want to know why he's after the mine. Because there's something there that he wants. I don't know what it is. I have no idea why he wants. But I know there's something there that's worth a lot to him. And how did he even find out about them? We know from your second in command that he sent you all out to uh, get the information. How did he exactly find out? Like I said, and you all said, he has tentacles and he looks to Moodoo and kind of smirks everywhere. Uh, I'm going to pull out my, uh, I don't know. my vibro dagger and uh, gesture it at him. What are you going to do with that little fella? What is your obsession with tentacles, man? Because they reach everywhere. Who knows? Well, if you're you worried about the tentacles, then if you don't think we can cut off the tentacles, we cut off the head, man. We cut off the head, you hear me? Where is the head? Oh, yeah. Well, there's several heads. Hmm. Yo, there's that stuffed Wookiee head up over your head. There's a couple stuffed Ewok heads. You know, I always cut off the head before I skin them. I'm gonna turn around and uh, and throw the the vibro dagger in the air, sort of, uh, sort of playing with it, trying to keep my cool. Your attempt to uh, get us all riled up is very amusing. Still more interested in the ring because you're still nothing compared to him. Don't you understand that? Oh yes, I do. Good. Then let's stop playing this game. How long have you been working for him? How long has he been gracing you with his? He smiles ever since I was a glint in me pappy's eye. I kind of doubt he rolls he his eyes. <laughs> kind of doubt he would waste his time with you before you were even off. Oh. He, he will look. He will look to Kane. Is he really this stupid? Hmm. Zane, what do you propose we do with this? Well, it doesn't seem like we're gonna get out of this. Indeed. Guy. Well, maybe we can check his uh, computer over here. Oh, screen. Indeed. Good idea. See what information we can dig up in his premises. Since he doesn't want to be too huh? forthcoming, then uh, we'll just have to check around ourselves. You think I'm going to give you information? And he starts laughing again. Especially when I'm going to die either way. I'm going to have a little bit of fun before I die. Well, they're fun than telling you what you want. You keep saying you're, you're gonna die. I say that, you know, we can offer you some protection, but, uh, you don't seem to believe that. Not from the rancor. You know, we're gonna cut the rancor's tentacles, and we will reach the rancor's head in due time. I'm gonna turn to Gurkha so you and, say, uh, and say, hey, Mon, you got something really fun for him, eh? Give me one of those vials and let's <laughs> yep. see if he wants to have lots of fun before he dies. He licks his lips as he looks at Klee 
And he, he doesn't say a word, just nods. And then lays his head back down, just waiting his turn if y'all can't get anything from him. Mm. So I'll turn to the to the guys and Hey, you think you want some uh, some real good times that'll get him talking, eh, man? What you guys think? I'm trying to keep myself from doing doing anything that I will bet Kane might regret. I shrug and say, do what you must, and then I head to the uh, computer. What are, you, what are you talking about? Don't oh, said you wasn't going to kill me. Please. I mean, if you're dead either way, what does it matter now? You're not giving us anything, and you've got several people here. Especially, and he's going to gesture back towards Moodoo, Gurker, and the bathroom with the two ladies. You have several people here wanting to get a piece of um, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> all, all these furs <laughs> didn't do nothing. Uh, you had a, you, the woman chained to the bed. How okay, many she of was the, mine. How, how, how many of those? And then Zane's gonna get into his face. How many of those those people have you had here? How many times have you done? Despicable things to people. The way he you blows treat a wall of snot all over your face. Zane's <laughs> <laughs> gonna rear back and punch him. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna walk well, to Gurker and I'm gonna grab a vial off his belt uh, <laughs> and then walk back to Cleet and I'm gonna ask, Hey, you party, man? You like to party? Ever try this? This is the good stuff. And Gurker I'm gonna like, look at the guys. Gurker comes over, picks up the vial. And points to you, points to him, to the vial, and to basically says, "This is mine." <laughs> and he holds, he holds the claws, um, and puts them like in the Cle's nostrils, and walks behind the seat as he's holding the nostrils. He's not hurting him yet, but you can see his head tilting back. See Cle's head tilting back, and then Gurker will say, "This is how you get him to talk. Ask him whatever you want." I did punch him in the nose. <laughs> that, that, mm-hmm. that, that. Before they start interrogating oh, yeah. them, um, uh, when Zane mentioned the girls, I then the way to the computer, I stop and go towards the uh, restroom and knock on the door and say, is everything still okay in there? Um, the door opens up and they walk out. Um, she doesn't have any other clothes except what she mm-hmm. had on, but um, she seems to be more composed. Than what she was whenever she went in there. Making sure she's still there. And then I go to the computer. Uh, um, what are you wanting to do with the computer? I want to see if there's any information that uh, was left over from either their communication where um, the message got sent out to or anything like that. Uh, um, me a tech check, man. A technology check. I just like saying tech check because it rhymes. Alright, got a 16. I, um,. You can tell that the call came in to Clee, mm-hmm. but that, um, I'm going to explain this like in today's terms, basically that the, you see the number that came from, okay. but you would, you would be able to return the phone call. Oh, okay. Um, Got it. and of course they're like video calls basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you would be able to return the phone call. At least you think you can because you have the number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's checking there... the day. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, do we have your attention now, Clee? Guess not. 
<laughs> My internet, I think. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. No, yeah. Okay. It, uh, ever since the power surge, it's uh, been wonky. Um, he says, what do, what do you want to know? I want to know how long Klee has been using you. Klee's not been using Klee. I mean, not Klee, the black <laughs> 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 So Klee uses other people. Klee never uses Klee. He has other people to use. So he answers that truthfully. <laughs> That's good to know, Klee. Uh, how long have you? How long has the black car been using? Contact. Probably fifteen years ago. He he's the one who 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 did all the fixing up this this penthouse here with with these furs. So he he basically buttered you up. What exactly did he uh, want you for? To to be his eyes eyes and ears out here to stop people and and he allowed me to have 30 percent of the take 30 percent a better deal than what we got they were saying that to himself <laughs> he's not a Sith, but he's just dark Jedi. Uh, that's actually not a bad concept oh. Clean. Now tell us what what did the black rancor just call you? To, to see if to see if I had uh if I had had any problems. And what did you tell him? Told him that the station was under attack. And he said he was going to do anything, send any reinforcements for you. The connection quit. We don't look over at Kane. We don't know. We might have any trouble. Indeed. We also have his phone number here that we could return the phone call to if we need to do that. Yeah, exactly. Honey, can somebody please get his claws out of my nose? Hush, quiet I mean, down. I understand picking my brain, but, you know, that's a little much. Quiet down, Klee. We're talking. We could get Klee <laughs> here to uh call him back and tell him that things are clear. Try to get some information on where he's located. Hmm. Where he's headed. I don't know. Yeah. Gonna ask Klee. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you know where the Black Rancor is current? As he said, he he doesn't tell me that stuff. Yeah. He he just says he's here and there. I, yeah. I, I don't know where he is exactly. Has he made a move to Formosi himself, personal? Not but that he, I am aware of. Do you know if he sent any of his other underling? Only he knows about everything. He doesn't tell any of his other tentacles anything about the other sense well um you all start to hear him choking oh oh gurker let up a little gurker look to moodoo should i hey man i just want to keep hearing about the tentacles you know uh, whatever uh, uh, about gurker will oh. you got a lot to answer for clee especially right now in this room with these with these individuals you have anything to say for yourself? Exactly, hunting. I mean, it, it, I was just trying to make as much money as I could. I mean, you can't blame me for that. And he looks to to Kane and to Mudu. How, how can you blame somebody for wanting to make as much money as possible? By using and abusing others? 
I didn't know what you got to do. Zane starts repeating that as he holds up a hand and lightning starts sparking off of his hand. Do what you gotta do. Hey, so do we want him to, uh, <clears throat> do we want him to contact Rankin for us? Uh, Zane's gonna shake his head, like, <laughs> shaking the static off of it. I guess we can give it a shot. Okay, um, Richard, would you say we've been talking to him longer than a minute? Yeah. Would you say that we're fighting him? I would say no. Y'all are okay. questioning him, and, and he is tied down. Um, okay. Because, uh, well, I would say, you know, Zane did punch him, but, I mean, he's still <laughs> tied down, and Gurker has caused him okay. no pain on his own by holding his head back. You know, he was making himself cause himself harm, if that makes sense. And just lost something. Yeah. If it was real. Man, this guy's impossible. Clear me. <laughs> if y'all are asking the right questions. Lobo. <laughs> Man, we lost Lobo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find. <laughs> Ask the right questions. <laughs> uh, I want to. I, I want to do a perception check with advantage because I'm smelling for the sniffing for the the Jedi that disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> he has been vetted to outer space. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got a five. I thought it was. <laughs> You have he went he went sliding back down the poop chute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. I wish I I wish I had that power. <laughs> There's one Now that we've all gone down the poop chute, um, <laughs> and uh, I actually did download a toilet flushing sound for whenever something like that happens, and we have a little break there, and I put that in there like a bathroom break. Um, but to uh, to set the scene, y'all have Clee here, um, and as I was saying, he has taken some damage, but he he is tied down, and hmm. Gurker has basically made him cause him own self. Um, uncomfortableness, I guess is the way to put it. Because he was not hurting him with his claws up his nose, but he right. had his head tilted back to make him cause him own self-harm. Right. Um, I have this ability that'll let me, uh, charm him. I can roll a persuasion check against his insight check, and if I succeed, then he'll be charmed, um, uh, by me. Okay, um, if, if you want to. I mean, he's not really in a... I mean, he will... <laughs> Granted, answer any question you want, then. Yeah, I just want to know if he thinks I'm his buddy and everything. Maybe he's willing to uh, talk to the Black Rancorn for us. All right. Um, all right, if that's what you want to do, let me uh, let me get his, what his will be. 
No. We want him to uh, talk to him for us, right? Or are we just um, trying to leave now? Or get more info? Uh, no, a call back would be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's kind of like bardic inspiration, I think. Oh, okay. Is so it? I add a d6. It, it just depends I how think, you want to use it. I think that's, I think that's how it goes. Uh, are you talking about ah. your inspiration point that you have? Mm-hmm. So not 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 bardic inspiration. He's talking about the uh, the point of inspiration you gave us. Oh, okay, okay, I, okay, I got it. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll give you a um, let you roll with advantage. Okay, cool. Unfortunately, not great rolls. I got an eight, and then I got a ten, so fourteen. Let's just hope his insight. I want to make sure. Ooh. Roll again. No, 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 never mind. Don't roll again. Um, it's a tie, so I'll let you have it. All right. Since you use your inspiration, I'll let Sweet. you have it. See, I'll I am see. a nice guy. I don't care what I yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my friend. Uh, here, let me get you off that uh, hurt bomb. It looks painful. And I, like, lean him a little. It, it is, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. I Listen, get you I know, that happens sometimes. Listen, I was wondering if you could do a favor for me and just call back your boss, tell him everything's all right here. Got you back now, I'll yeah. let you out, and, you know, we'll be, uh, get these guys out of your hair and everything. Uh, um, and Gurker has released his head and comes around and looks at him like, basically, like, WTF? You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, um, reaches over, did you untie his hand so that he can call? Not yet, because we need to like get like, out of okay. the picture first. Yeah, <laughs> we would need to get get out of view. <laughs> Got uh, Um. So Zerker will go lay on lay on the bed again and stretch back out, and he will reach his hand under the mattress because you know that's where everybody hides everything. And he he pulls out he pulls out a magazine. Oh boy. And his eyebrows raised. And he starts looking oh. at it and flipping through it. Oh, God. Is he out of the line of the uh, camera? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, would I be out of sight of the camera if I stand next to the camera to like to the left of it with my back against the wall or something? Um, that way, Klee could see me in the camera. Um, you can if you will stand to the left and take like a step back. Okay, sounds good. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll uh, I'll hide behind uh, one of the boxes if I can, uh, and hopefully have that'll be fine. The boxes are outside. Okay, and do I have a good view of Klee in case I need to shoot this guy yes. again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you definitely have line of sight, and from your position, you will be able to um, what's the word? What's the word? Brace your rifle upon a crate. So that you would get okay. advantage if you. All right, awesome. That don't sound like the right word, but that's the word I'm gonna use. Like basically use it as a tripod kind of thing. Yeah. yeah prop it up. Um. Yeah. Uh. What about Zane? Is he gonna stand in front of the camera and <laughs> like, hey, I'm Zane? <laughs> uh, no, Zane is gonna move where he is not in view. Also, but uh, also wants uh, to keep on, up. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna. He's also gonna have to motion to the ladies to to uh, probably like go back to, into the bathroom so they're not seen. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. Uh. So 
I, I just wanted Zane to like stand in front of the camera and go, I'm tired of all these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking <laughs> plane. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I you never know. My head whenever y'all about the camera, you know. Um, but yeah, everybody is everybody is out of sight. Um, and uh, he he's ready to make the phone call if if you all want him to. Yeah, but I clean up any blood that he might have on his nose or anything. <laughs> comfortable, like, just uh, tell him. Tell him you care, man. Yeah, you're welcome, man. You hungry? I can get you some food I'm after. A, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm a little, uh, stomach's a little upset. And, uh, you know, I must have fell or something and hit my nose. Oh, dude, what? I'm sorry about that. You have to be more careful around here, you know? I'll clean up for you while you talk to him. Just tell him. So we took uh, you took care of those guys, you know. Um, you got it all under control, which makes sense. You are the boss. That's right, man. Right on. <laughs> all right, um, I'll, I'll tie him and stuff back. I uh, he will reach over and dial the number and um, Moody, roll me a uh, roll me a d twenty. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. It depends on what you roll. I rolled a five. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds bad, but... <laughs> Cutting out a bit there, Richard. Yeah, it looks like it. Hey, no wood. There you go. Can you hear me all mm. good now? There you yeah, are. Yeah, uh, Wonderful power surge yesterday. I think it may have messed up with my router a little bit. Mm. Anyway, um, he dials in the number, and you hear... I'm sorry, but the number you're trying to dial is no longer in service. Please check the number and dial again. Okay, I'll go and hang up for him. I guess he changed his number. Um, and right after that, the hollow screen begins to vibrate and you hear a ringing sound. Oh, okay, maybe not. I'll step back again. <laughs> oh, you got this blood. Pound on the shoulder. You, uh, you hear this sound like, um, it's like kind of like a ringtone. It's like, do a little dance. <laughs> Make a little love, you know. Um, and a visage comes up on the screen, but of course you all cannot see the visit. And you hear this voice, I told you to never call me. And he and Clee like says, man, I just wanted to say that everything's all... <laughs> Do not ever call me. Our contract is terminated. And then Clee goes, but man, you ain't gotta be so angry, dude. Like, what the heck, man? And the voice again goes, You do not think. And, um, Kane, roll me a d20. Okay. 11. Do not think that I cannot judge Jedi powers. He, and then you hear him, like, kind of laugh, um, in a whispering kind of laugh. Mm hmm. I do know force powers. And then you hear it click off. Right then. And Clee Clee will look to y'all. I don't think he was very happy, man. No, he was kinda bummed out. Yeah. I guess we should get you out of here, bud. Get you more comfortable. Yeah, man. I need like a pillow for my butt cheek, man. (laughs) I look to the rest of the party, like, what do you guys think? He's force sensitive at least. Yep. This makes things a little more complicated. Um, as as y'all are talking there, Gurker is off the bed and 
he is standing in front of a blank section of wall and is running his paw up and down it and tapping hey. gently. Hey, big man, you found something? He shrugs and nods at the same time. Like, he, he's not really sure, but he's concentrating on this. Mm-hmm. I'll go over. Yeah, what, what is it? What, what's oh, man, going on? that's my closet, dude. Don't mess with my closet, man. There's a map in there, I think. Oh. I'm not really sure. Oh, you know what? Let me protect that for you, Clay. I'll make sure these ruffians don't get a hold of it, you know? Oh, yeah, man. I'm glad that me and you's like best friends forever, right? That's right. That's uh, go to the closet. Where, I have no you? idea why it's a California accent. <laughs> it's gnarly, right? California. Never gonna happen in real life. I'll, I'll open the uh, the closet. Where's the map in here? Bro? Um, in there you find a trunk that um. It's really like an old school trunk. Um, it's made of wood with iron, and but the only difference is is that there's like a digital keypad. Hmm. Okay. Like, hey, what's the code for this, Ben? I need to get this out for you. Oh man, it's really difficult to remember. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's one, two, three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> Oh, dude, that okay. That's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. Oh, I know, I know, man. I forget it all the time. Oh, oh wait, is it four? They oh, look boy. the same, you know. I can't. They remember. do look the same. What's gonna happen if it's, I get it wrong? Oh no, but it happens. All, yeah, just this little spray that'll come down and like not really melt your bones, but freeze you to death, you know? Nothing major. I can heat you up in the microwave. Okay. Why don't you try, uh... Oh, come on, friend. (laughs) Okay, uh... You've opened it before, right? You want to try it? Maybe some muscle memory? Right! That's a good idea. So he walks over, (laughs) and we'll say that 50 seconds have elapsed from your charm thing. Okay. Um, he bends down... Oh man, this is gnarly, right? And he types in one, two, three, and I that's what we'll like stop for this. No. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, he types in one, two, three, yeah. and hits nine. Okay. Um, and then you all notice a carbonite spray that comes <laughs> down. And coats his body, freezing oh him my God. <laughs> right as the charm spell ends. Oh and he God. looks at you all with anger, like he's going to kill y'all. But you know, he's like a frozen statue now. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> uh, and simultaneously, a green laser comes from the side and shrinks him to the size of like a D and D figurine. Oh, a mini. Beautiful. Um, nice. So, you obviously know it's not one, two, three, Yeah. Nine. I guess it's one, two, three, four, huh? Yeah. Um, does anybody enter that in? Uh, wait, 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 wait. over, grab him. Yeah, get that mini out of here. I'm going to... I'm going to... Hey, less work for me, man. That's yeah. fantastic, eh? <laughs> that, 
not, uh, a, a fitting punishment for someone. And I'm gonna gesture everyone back, and I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. let's not have that happen to us. Yeah. And, and um, uh, I got a way. I got a way to do this. Uh, gonna use a bit of the force over here. <laughs> you see Zane like, rub his hands together. Uh, a good distance back, and he's going to uh, force cast what is called force push pull, which is basically mage hand. <laughs> yes, we'll call it force hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. he, he's going to use force hand uh, to <laughs> press in the key. One, two, three, four. Um, the you hear a hiss, and the lid pops open. <laughs> Wonderful. But hold on, guys. Just in case there's a, a secondary, he's going to continue using the force yeah. hand to lift the lid up, open it up. Nothing happens, but you do hear Gurker say in a Wookiee California accent, guess he got it wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Okay, I'm going to cautiously, like, guys, because I'm just not trusting anything. <laughs> like, guys, nope. you know. I'll, I'll, I'll approach and look into this chest. Huh? Um, I'm getting there. Alright, um, you find two med packs, um, 200 credit, and a green frog statue that has four wings on it and Ooh. two golden eyes. Ooh, it is sorry. a... You Go ahead. Cut you kind of cut it for me for a second. Uh, um, pop it in here. Uh, I heard two med packs. Uh, um, should be in the Discord now. Um, the uh, and you also find a few magazines. No map. As w- do what? Um, any maps? No. Oh, unless the magazines are the map somehow hidden. Is there anything about the emerald statue? Nothing more than what I have released. That is a emerald green. It's like a jewel mm-hmm. thing, like a basically like a mini. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it's a treasure. Something. Maybe yeah. it'll come to life. Need it. We'll see. Uh, anything yeah. else in the closet, or just the chest? Um, just the chest and the um, you know what would release the the carbonite spray and the mm-hmm. evidently shrinking laser. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we take. I take all Honey, that I, stuff out. Oh, uh, then I just come up with the name from this episode. Honey, I shrunk the clee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. All right, I'll be ready to go. That's jeez. How are we supposed to collect the uh, the uh, bounty on Clee when he's? <laughs> I think we can unfreeze him, right? I've heard of Mandalorians doing that. You think we could turn him in like that and let him stay like that? Hey, I'll speak to some contacts, man. You don't you worry about that. Once we're out of here. He's going to earn me quite a lot of credits. He should be worth it. You think we could trade him for this station? Station? You think we could trade him and keep this this station? I, this, I, maybe. This station could be good, and I think we need this, considering now that Black Rancor is a... Well, He's more of an issue than we we even consider. And we're going to need a base. A base to be able to regroup as things come up. We could definitely try, although the Black Rancor does know about this location. He may know of this location. 
But I don't think he's gonna be too caring. We'll see. In the way I see it, Vixel's been better, right? In what we've seen, sure, to help us. I'm, and saying, I'm thinking this base, this base would be good for us and any other wayward souls we find. Okay. This also, we could turn this, this place, this thing that was used for misdeed, we can turn this into a beacon, a light out here in the outer realm. <laughs> Good show the black, show this black rain card that we're, we're not scared and we're not going to back down from force sensitive or not. I like the sound of that. We're going to cut his tentacles one by one until we reach the head and take him down. All right. What do you think, Moodoo? Yeah, I'm on. Sounds good to me. That's <laughs> good. Um, that, as we don't go ahead. Let's say we don't have to put Vexa or Peter out of a home. We can mm-hmm. also makeshift, we can uh, makeshift one of the floors as cells mm-hmm. in case we get more bounty. Okay. Yeah, we'll have a close place to put them um, when we can't send them away. Exactly. <sighs> we should see who we can talk to about what we need to do. Probably have start... to get in contact with the uh... Yep. We can probably start handing out just in case. As, as you say this, you hear Johnny Five do a digital screen. Uh-oh. Johnny, Johnny Five. Johnny Six, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Because <clears throat> I based him off of Johnny Five. Right. Where is he? Oh, Lord. He's there in the is. room with y'all. Okay. Johnny, what is it? The, the things that I saw in that magazine that he was looking at, oh. I do believe that my photoreceptors will forever be damaged. Oh. <laughs> that, that is... Bless you. Um, that is how can, and Johnny Six actually stops talking without anybody Whoa. telling him <laughs> to shut up. Wow. Yeah, Johnny, those two. Let's. It's okay, J6. It's all right. <laughs> People have different tastes. <laughs> all he does is good. You know, like his circuits are frying. Um. <laughs> And there is the other droid in the room oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Haven't forgotten about the droid. It's just uh, <laughs> I don't want Johnny Six to go try to attack again. I will take <laughs> care of him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like slow grinding punches and kicks, and, <laughs> uh, like Robot Wars or something, or Rock'em Sock'em uh, Robots. Yeah, there you go. Let's see, I uh, I would like to approach the other droid. Is this droid restrained or anything? No, he is not restrained. Is, is he? I'm pretty sure he's like in sleep mode. Or... Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, guys, do you think we should uh, restrain this droid before trying to activate? Him? I suppose so. Modu shrugs. I'll just go ahead and activate him. I'm just gonna say over my shoulder, Modu, be ready to like blast his head off if he does anything. <laughs> How are you activating the droid? How would how would I activate the droid? Is there an on switch? Yes. I will turn, I will flip the on switch. Okay, describe to me how you flip the on switch. <laughs> Where's the on switch located? <laughs> on the back. I mean, you can reach your hand around there and grab it. Uh, I'm I'm uh I'm bracing my rifle again <laughs> just in case. I uh, stand in front of like the one girl just for protection. 
Uh, sounds very dramatic. <laughs> I, I will. I will reach around the back and flip on the on. As you do that, the droid comes on. You see red eyes appear, and you are unable to remove your hand from the switch. It is like you are magnetized to the droid, but you are not. And another hand wraps around you, pulling you into like a bear hug. Uh, holding your arms tight to your side and so that you cannot get to your lightsaber. And with that, <laughs> we close for this week. Thank you for joining us for the Star Wars 5e podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed yourselves and that you have been entertained by our adventurers. Please join us next week to see what adventures they can get up to in the galaxy far, far away.